I need a pom-pom. Whoa! Pom-poms are in the air. All right, that's enough of that. What's happening? What it do? What's going on? Everybody, welcome back. Part two, episode two. This is Band Sessions with the Boom. What is that? Band Sessions with the Boom is just former Boom alumni sitting back having conversations, reminiscing on old things that we used to do while in the Boom, the experiences that we had. The people that we met, you're going to meet some people all the way from banner carriers to the piccolo, as Dr. Liddell used to say so eloquently. You got band directors, you got all the instruments, you got everybody, you know. So now we are here. We're back again. Once again, my name is Terrell Key, a.k.a. T. Reezy. I am joined with Danielle Walls. What's going on, Miss Danielle Walls? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And we also got my guy Toby Johnson in the building again. What's going on with that sweater? I like that sweater. I, nice, I like the sweater. I see more drums in the background this time. I see you. I see what you're doing there. All right, so we're here again. So, well, if you missed part one, you have to go back and check it out. But we're here with episode two, part two, and we have a special guest. So. Band sessions basically you have former boom alumni, so we reach back old school, old head in the building, a legend, right? So this guy needs no introduction, but I'm gonna introduce him a little bit. My guy, Mr. James Westby, what's going on, my brother? What's up, what's up, what's up, peeps? Hey man, so look, man, so we just gonna jump right in, man. How you feeling today, brother? We relaxing and chilling. Feeling great, feeling great. It's uh, always a great time when I'm able to uh, hang out with my family. Yeah. First family outside my family is always the boom. So I'm right, 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 right. So um, I want to ask you something, man. So we just, you know, like I said, we just all just chilling. You know, it's just conversations with the boom, band sessions with the boom. So James, tell us. And I'm not really 100% sure, but I, I kind of got an idea. Where exactly are you from originally? So I was born in Chicago. Mm. I spent my first seven years in Chicago. And then, uh, funny story, my, my, my father didn't want me to uh, hang out in Chicago, especially up the uh, up uptick with the uh you know some of the stuff that was going on in chicago so we migrated to jackson mississippi i was raised in mississippi so if anybody asks they said where are you from i always say i was born in chicago and raised in mississippi so did all my schooling there all the way from elementary to jackson state okay cool so came to jackson state what instrument did you play sir so i was in the percussion and I'm going to tell you, back in the days, you know, to be honest, I played cymbals. Uh, but we were in the era, man, when cutting was serious, man. We actually, uh, WT, baby. So it was one of those things, like, I was just trying to get in the boom. I ain't going to lie. The competition was, was fierce, and I knew the end result was me trying to become a drum major. So I was just like, man, if I can just get in the band, I'd be all right. So I, not to say cymbals is light, but you know, I was just like, lay, let me just play cymbals, get up in this thing and let's see what happens from there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Right. Okay. So that's, that's a great story. So Toby, can you kind of relate, can you kind of relate to that? Like he's, he was, he, his mind and heart was already set on percussion. Like, is that, is that like a, like an, uh, a dream in your eye, like a twinkle in your eye when, you know, you're trying to get into the percussion section and the boom. Well, what's that? What's that like? Dude, it's like trying to be Superman, man. You just want to be Superman. <laughs> give, give me the cape. Give me the give me the uniform and and I'll fly. That's, I get it. I get it. I get it. That was one of my questions that I had for James earlier. Like, was it that like did you get into the band? Because, you know, when you look at James, you're talking about energy. Yeah, um, it, it, that he's bringing to the boom, getting everybody hyped, getting everybody crump. So, right. like, my, my my question was, like, hey, did you get into the band as a crab? Like, ultimately, like, I just want to be in the band, or was your ultimate goal, I wanted to be a drum major? And if that's the case, why? 
Man, that's a great question, Toby, because I'm going to tell you guys a funny story. So I was every year I go to Chicago because I was born in Chicago. But every year uh, I go and spend time with my family, probably about two or three months during the summer. Mm -hmm. So when I was coming back, I had no interest in planning the boom. And I'm going to give props to one guy. His name was Clyde Terry. He was actually uh, the only um, quad player in 90. OK, mm -hmm. so uh, he he actually he was my best friend. And when I landed back in Jackson, he literally I said, man, I wasn't going to play in a boom. He literally brought his truck to my house, went in my room, opened my drawer, grabbed my clothes, put it in his truck and <laughs> called me to the band hall and said, you're going to play in the boom. And so when I got to the boom, uh, I signed up. And the first thing they did, Toby, was funny. They carved a T in my head. <laughs> and it was for togetherness. What? And they said, yeah. jump in line and let's go. And from mm -hmm. there, I did, you know, it was like, I can't even believe I'm in here. So, you know, I'm up in here marching. And it wasn't until the mid-season, I think we had a um, a game out of town. And I was upstairs hanging out who should have been, I'm going to say this, should have been the first female drum major. Um, she tried out with us and we was upstairs. And she was just up there just doing some moves and I was doing it with her. And it was me, her, her name was Kim Red. And me, Kim Red and uh, Donnell uh, were all like, here are the supposed to be the upcoming people who are trying out for drum majors. And first of all, my crab brothers and sisters were like, yeah, we we're gonna help you out or whatever the case may be. But it was more deeper than that. You had to get mm. respect from what KK side, everybody, mm. the upperclassmen, and it was one of those things that I just said, you know what? I cannot believe I'm in a position to try out. Mm -hmm. I had interest in it, but I didn't know it was so manifested in my life so quickly. And that's one of those things, if you talk about it, you believe in it, it will always gravitate towards you and you become it. So that was one of those things that I walked into the, to the band to become, you know, just in the band. But I always believed that I was going to become a drum major. And if you do it, man, sky's the limit. And all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm trying out in the spring. I made the cut to come back in the summer. And then next thing you know, it was me, Kim Red, and Donnell for that last position. And it was hell because it was like, who gonna outmarch who? And I was up mm. there like, oh, you ain't gonna outmarch me. And that's how I was. So, <laughs> man, that is crazy. That's that's some history right there. So it that is. was so that was um, your sophomore year, right? Sophomore year, junior year. Yeah, it was my freshman year going into my sophomore year. So this going. is something that is not. A typical situation because you typically have people trying out in their junior year. Mm -hmm. I don't know too many people that done that. Only a few. I know Ira Vaughn did it and as a freshman and became a drum major. Um, and and uh, there's a couple of sprinkles, but most people try out in their sophomore going into their junior year, mm -hmm. not freshman going into their sophomore year. So mm -hmm. it was one of those things that man is just God gift, man. Mm -hmm. Man, that that wow, that was yeah, that was definitely so that that adds to that adds to the history of just James Wispy himself, like just being able to to go back and march and still can get your knees up like thirty years later, like that's real life history in the making. Like everybody can't do that, you know. I can, I can't get them up as high as you, but I can still get them up though. I can still get them up. So do we have an uh, hour show because this is gonna be some conversation for your yin yang. I'm just gonna, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. All right, about, 40, about forty-five minutes. About I'm forty-five about minutes. Some pearls on you all. I ain't gonna, uh, but that's 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 what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. Do you, do you have any? Do you have any? Um, anything you like to um, 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 place in front of Mr. Westby's uh, presence, ma'am? Um, yeah, so I have a question. This is about, so 
you know, old heads or whatever you, you know, the terminology is for alumni. Right. Um, <laughs> um, so you're, you're a drum major and you, like Terrell said, you were known for your energy and, you know, your style and all of that. And sometimes old heads will come back and, you know, help out the newer or the current squad, right? So you came back, for sure I know, to work with Byron's squad. Mm -hmm. Tell me, like, how or tell us how, like, how how is it working with the current squad and, like, you had a different style. And, you know, the styles changed because the squads, they kind of, I don't, rotate maybe even. Right, it's the same style as Jackson State, but they might look at the '89 squad and be like, "We want to do it like them," or you know what I mean? Like, we want to look at the the nine, you know, the the 2005 squad. We want to do it like them. So, like, how is it working with like a new a new squad? What are like some of the things that you wow that... you bring? You know, like that you bring to a squad when you go to work with them. That that is a great great conversation. I mean, a great question because you know. Let me speak back to when I became a drum major and what our um, sessions look back. I mean, look like, and then how older drum majors came into our sessions. So here's the deal. You know, we only know what we know. Okay, so if we don't know anything beyond the borders of what we know, then what do we know? So when we come back to work with drum majors, we want to expand their mindset of not just the last five years of what they know. Mm -hmm. What we want to let them know is how it started. Everything you start has a foundation. You have windows, even when you create in a house. You have windows, you have doors, you have a roof, but you don't know the foundation. And the foundation is the most important thing to any stability of the house. So if we want to continue the stability of the drum majors, we want our drum majors to understand what is the foundation. Okay. So if there's a crack in the foundation or there are drum majors that don't want to understand that, you will forever have a compromised situation. So when we come back to work with the drum majors, the first thing we want them to understand is the history of drum majors and the leadership of drum majors. Because without leadership, I can teach anybody showmanship. I can teach them moves. I can teach them whatever. But the leadership, they have to understand what that means from a Jackson State standpoint. And when I work with squads, like, to be honest, I'm working with the squad now. And my tradition is every squad, the head drum majors have to have my number. And that's that's just me that I, I love. Why? Because I like to have a sounding board for those guys. It's going to be hard, and I want them to call me whenever they have the opportunity to call and say, James, I messed up this game. What do you thought? Or, James, how do you feel about this game? Because they're going to be alumni drum majors that's going to be coming at them like this. You ain't do this. Your shaw ain't like this. It ain't looking like that. Well, guess what? Everybody's shawl is different. When I When I started... There was two different, three different shawls that I had to understand and then conform my shawl until what I believe was the right shawl. Hey, James, right, stop right there. Like, explain to, to, to the, the, the non boom what a shawl is. So a shawl is the, the number one move for Jackson mm -hmm. State drum majors. Mm -hmm. So it's that move that starts to get ready. It's mm -hmm. that move that all the, the fans understand and they know, and it's a actual, it's coined by Jackson State. So if you see any other drum majors doing this move, you got it from Jackson State because we're the ones that started the shot. Now, how it was created is another thing. There was a young man, his name was Daryl Shaw, 
Daryl Shaw marched with the, I call the best hands down um, uh, squad ever went through Jackson State. And that was Ira Vaughn, Al Mack, um, and, and Daryl Shaw. And then there was a guy named Spook. Um, mm-hmm. And those four guys right there created what we are right now. So Daryl Shaw had a move that was derivative from what this guy called James Berry had. And it was a move that, that that's all they did was this. They in and they came here. So Daryl Shaw, what he did, he brought it out and flamed his, his arms out. So it, it was a move that started like this. And then Daryl Shaw said, I'm going to bring it here and bring it out. And then that's how the Shaw was created. So you had Aravon and those guys that say, oh, here's a new move. All right. And so that's the, 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 the creation of Shaw. Now, Shaw was started there. And then you had this guy named Altura Spur, was named Al Mack, mm-hmm. had brought his flair in it. And I remember in 90, 93, when I was the first head drum major, I was teaching these guys the Shaw that I would learn in 92. And Spook came back and was like, hold on. That ain't the show. I don't know what y'all doing. This is the show. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I never learned that. So I had to learn a new show that he and and, and uh, Daryl Shaw had did. And if you can see clips from 93 and 94, my job was to bring back the real Shaw that I knew from Spook and Daryl Shaw, the, the originators of the show. So when I come back, we go back to the foundation. Guys, this how the Shaw, the actual move of the Shaw. Now, what you all wanted to evolution, whatever, to that point, that's up to you. Don't name it Shaw. Name it something else. But if you want to know Shaw, this is how Shaw is made of. And when I come back and work for guys, that's what I want them to learn. When you do moves, let me show you how the who was the originator of the moves, how it was executed. And now if you want to change it to where it is right now, that's up to you. But I can't recognize it. Or if I'm coming back from an alumni situation and say, Shaw, Shaw, and how we do Shaw is totally different than them. Then that's that's a whole new disconnect. You know what I'm saying? So. I know it was wordy, but I just wanted to let you guys know that. No, that, no, that was that, great. That that was amazing. Like that was real history right there. Like how does it even like how does the like it's like it's almost like the history is formed and it's kinda like there are people that are just around, like can like remember these stories or that live these stories or that created these stories. It's crazy how that goes deeper than just marching. Right. It's it's all about like practice and technique and style and how one guy from ninety one did it versus the guy from ninety three did it and right. the guy from ninety three didn't like the ninety one guy and the ninety four guy is taller and his arms are longer. It just it changes like fifteen <laughs> times, but it's still history that has to be learned. And to be a part of the drum major squad, like you have to know that, and that that's that's crazy that just you saying I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, man. I, I mean, and it goes deeper than that, man, because we do not, we don't want to stop um, evolution. Uh, I'm gonna tell you guys a story, and this is gonna shock a lot of your audience. When we played, get ready. Get ready from 91, no, 92 on down was a call-out move. That means if I was marching, somebody called a move out. Bam. That's what they did. 93 was the first time it was a routine (laughs) that I created. And I'm not sitting here trying to be very confident. You know, conceited or confident. No, you're good. No, you're take good. your flowers, man. Yeah, take, take your you. flowers. History, man. You a part of history. Cut that mess out. Yeah. Man. Uh, I created and I went out on the limb and I said, get ready. We're going to have a routine. 
So I was the originator of a get ready routine that as of now started with me to where it is right now, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. And I love to see it. I even think the guy's going to do a backwards flip one day. That's how creative they are right now. But what I, what I tested and what I, I always challenge every squad. It's okay to have your own unique way of how you want this thing to do or be, but also respect the history and the fundamental things that you have to do to as a legacy of drum majors. So what I did was I set out and I did, you know, several routines that was forward movement so we could continue to march forward and get ready. But we did routines to a point that, guess what? I was challenged by the goats. What are you doing? This is not us. What happened? And guess what? If I did not stand the test of time, the drum majors would not be where they are right now. So it's always going to be that one or two people that just say, you know what? I am going to challenge the conventional thought and do things differently and see what it does. And that's how I like to challenge these new guys and every, like the Byrons. I remember working with Byron. Byron is one of the, one of the uh, Hall of Fame drum majors. And working with him was just like a beauty because he had the energy and he wanted to say, James, how, what do I do to, 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 to get this innate energy out to the public? And all I did was create it and help him galvanize that stuff to the world. And that's what I like to do with guys right now. You have something innately that the world needs to see. Your creativity, your love. All you wanted to do is, is this drum major thing. So I try to peel back and let these guys become who they want to. Because if I didn't do it, then drum majors wouldn't be where they are right now. Mm-hmm. So. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I got a question for you. So take us back to your sophomore, junior, senior year. You drum major. You created all these moves. You got all this, you know, energy. And you're running the band, right? So take us back to how being a drum major and, how, and leading people, like leading your peers, like people that are maybe older than you, your mm -hmm. age, younger than you. Like, what is that like as, as a drum major? Because you're just there, you're just there to get the job done. Hey, right. we're going to play, we're going to dance, we're going to march, we're going to take care of business, we're going to go home. But you got to lead these individuals, these peers. So take, take, take us down that road. What, what was that like for you? you it's know like, what? A, it's it, like it, a John Maxwell. In 92. <laughs> you, you know what? It was more so understanding your strength and weakness. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that, that I was weak in a lot of things. But you create, just like an NBA team or NFL team, you create the team based upon what you're trying to get accomplished. You know, and when I became drum majors, I started to creatively uh, uh find people that can do certain things that I was weak in. I can't sit there and warm up the band. I could warm up the band, but going over music, I had people to do that for me. Creativity, that was my 
Um, and leadership was my strong suit. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like a delegation type deal when you come with drum majors. You're always supposed to create a squad, that one thing that y'all can come together and create and execute thing at a high level. But also as a head drum major, his job is to, or her job, is to make sure that they have different people in different spots in order to what? Create this, 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 uh, this organization. And if I want you to be there at 5.30 ready to uh, warm up the band, if I need for you to be the disciplinary, I need for you to be there and everybody in a soul sequence type situation. So as a sophomore, I came in the band with a creativity mind and a leadership mind. And I had to actually prove myself. Uh, like you said, there were, um, upperclassmen that that's going to try you. And I'm not going to tell you not, not to do that. You got to try your head drum majors because you want to make sure if I'm being led, I'm being led by the right person and not just anybody that just want to do showmanship. I hate that. I want somebody that understand what a field commander looks like, acts like, present themselves. So after the band and when they graduate, they can be leaders in their community. They can be leaders in their organizations because every skill set that I learn is transitioned over to what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then you're not maximizing your position. Guess what? When you are a drum major, you're the biggest leader in Jackson State or any HBCU in your town. You are leading 200 personalities. Who does that? No one does that in HBCU. So you're getting hands-on experience of what it looks like to lead an organization. This person came from Detroit, Miami, Kansas City, whatever. And you have the ability to lead that person or those people in, in one to lead them into an execution of doing one thing together. So. Man, hey, that 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 that's crazy because you know, like that leadership thing you were talking about, that leadership thing, and um, totally done. You jump in wherever. Okay. Um, that leadership thing, it comes from it comes from within. Like even before you got to the boom, there was something instilled in you, James. Um, before you even got to that leadership role, like you knew that you could do this. And when you got there, when you got into that spot, you did that. And then it, but it was something even before then, like, you know, like I, we were talking the last show, we were talking about like what inspired us to go to the boom. So something inspired you to be that leader because you knew for some reason that you were going to be a drum major, like a long time ago, or you were already like lined up to be drum major, mm-hmm. like in the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the spiritual realm, you know, not getting too deep, but you know, it's, it's almost like it was, it was designed. And then here you are in 2023, still like motivating and like leading people and teaching people and showing people the way from me back when you were in college. Mm-hmm. So that's like a super duper blessing right there. A testimony, man, that video that went viral, you were down at the block party. <laughs> that was marching. And then you were on stage at somebody's wedding with a suit on. I'm sorry, I'm going, I'm yeah. going too far. Like, just, man, you are like a legend, man. So, man, man, hats off. But you know what? To go to your point, man, it was my mom said it best. She said it was a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. She meant by that is she saw the potential before I saw it. God saw the potential before she saw it. Right. And I, what I needed is to align you with something that allow you to expose that leadership mm-hmm. that was always in you. So I needed the boom, mm-hmm. to be honest. Cause I needed the boom to actually crack that shell that I was, you know, sometimes you could be reserved or whatever, but guess mm-hmm. what? When you're around family and you know that you are an innately leader, like these guys told mm-hmm. me, Danielle, mm-hmm. yourself, I mean, Danielle, mm-hmm. yourself, you guys are true leaders and, mm-hmm. and the boom helped you galvanize that to another level. Mm-hmm. I needed the boom mm-hmm. to position me to you know, create this leader that I always had, but allow me to open it up 
and I needed what resources, and those resources will Paul Adam, Doctor. Hey. You know, I need these these people to say, you know, you're 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 going this way. I need to mm -hmm. bring you back to this way mm -hmm. because that's not what a leader is all about. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna show you what a leader is all about, mm -hmm. and that's why we love HBCUs. Yeah. I love my HBCUs because why? If it wasn't for HBCU, I wouldn't be in the position I am right now. I probably would have been a reserved individual. When I came to HBCUs, there were resources out there that allowed me to be who I am right now. Mm -hmm. And that's the leader that I always had in myself. And the boom allowed me to position myself to be that leader that I always Talk your had. talk, boy. Talk your talk. <laughs> James, quick question, though, because, like, you know, I, 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 I think we don't talk about some things because um, culturally we it, it, it's, it's a sign of weakness. But I do know that, like, being, you know, an African-American man in our society, that, like, we don't talk about, like, uh, mental health and, mm -hmm. and, and, the, and the weaknesses and the strengths and, and everything that comes along with that. Now, I know that within our culture, it's a lot of times things look flashy. It looks good being a leader, being a drum major at a, at a major HBCU. That sounds good. That looks good. That's good on the resume and all that type of stuff. But do you think like um, it's a term where they coin is imposter syndrome? You know, like we do the work in order to get to a certain position that we want to be in, i.e. drum major. But were you confident once you were crowned a drum major at Jackson State University? Were you confident that, hey, your leadership or your reign was going to be successful or did you have internal doubt? And if you did have some internal doubt, what did you do to get over that doubt? Woo, that's a loaded because I love where you're going with this, man. Um, it's a talk thing, man. I'm not gonna lie. It is, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an educational situation because, like I said before, um, I position myself to step out on a limb, but did I have the consciousness or the mentality to do it? Because you have what you have these tuba sections and you have these. These uh, percussion sections that saying, man, pff, please, I'm going to do what I do. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And who yeah. is this guy is going to tell me to be quiet, shut up, mm -hmm. get down, you know, give me push up. You ain't doing your do it. You, man, let me say, oh my gosh. Let me tell you, um, I remember you guys were sharing your best uh, Dr. Little stories on your last episode. Mm -hmm. Here's my my best Dr. Little episode that taught me, Toby, what you're talking mm -hmm. about, about the mentality and the power. Mm -hmm. In 93 going into 94, there was an individual that marched with me in 93. And he wanted to take my position in 94. I'm not going to name any names, That's but nice. he made my life a living hell. So he was trying to challenge me like, you, you're not going to be the head drum major. I'm going to be the head drum major. So he had his, his campaign to the point that I didn't mind the competition of, you know, going against him for head drum major, but how he went about it was very disrespectful. I didn't know the power of my position until I went to Dr. Liddell and said this, Dr. Liddell, I have an issue with an individual that's currently on my squad. I want him to come back, but it seemed like it may be a little bit more friction than I want him to, to have. He, oh, what, what do you want to do, son? <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think I want him to march next year. Okay, he won't march next year. Next. <laughs> and so what I'm saying is power. the power. That you have when you're leading 300, 250 piece band. And if you have that connection with the director and he teaches you what leadership is all about, sometimes people won't walk the walk or the journey that you want to have. But sometimes you got to go out there and you got to fire people when you have to fire them. That was the hardest thing that I learned about my position. I had to fire a drum major. 
That was my first time doing that to a point that I understand that everybody is not going to what produce the way you want them to produce. Now, let's go back to the mental standpoint that you had, Toby. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of drum majors. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going I'm, I'm to pray on this, that need drum majors. That was their highlight of their life. That was the peak of their livelihood to the point that when they leave Jackson State, that's all they had. And that's another thing that I want to show and teach these drum majors is that there is life beyond the boom. And if you don't understand that, then you will succumb to the pressure of what? I had all these likes. I had all this hype. I had all these. I was signing autographs. That was my life until I left Jackson State, and now I don't have anything. So I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. I go into a mental. This is everything. Fraternities, uh, sororities, mm -hmm. uh, football players. When you once were the stuff, the, sh mm -hmm. the shit, mm -hmm. and you left, and you no longer that person what do you do now? It's hard for people to stomach that and they need to come back for the alumni march mm -hmm. to bring their self back to what they used to be. Mm -hmm. And that should be a shame. That 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 means that we didn't do these people justice to make sure that they were equipped to go into uh, the world uh, after the boom. I, that's amazing. That, that that conversation I have never in my life. I've never heard it from their perspective. Daniel, have you mm -hmm. ever? Daniel, have you ever even? Have you ever even even thought about it like that? Like that kind of it, it kind of goes. Ah, it kind of goes with what we were talking about on the first show. We were talking about you know I was like, if I had I asked what, what I what could I change, and I remember, I remember saying I I would like to have four more years of being in the boom. So that kind of ties in. It kind of ties mm -hmm. in yep. with with mm -hmm. what he was saying. And mm -hmm. I wonder, I wonder how many people have experienced mental um, strife because of that. I, I'm just thinking about that. That's, do you, have you ever, do you, have you, ever, you ever thought about that? I know a lot of people like that. Oh. That's, 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 that's a first for me. That's a first for me. I, I do understand that. it though. I, I I get it. I get me it. too. Like you're I saying, I mean, you can you can use famous people, you can use athletes, mm -hmm. like fraternities, sororities. Like it's a you get to a point, a peak, and that's and that's it. From there, it's like you fell off a cliff. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's mm -hmm. wild. But yeah, wild. I get and, it. And you know what? They don't have to because. Like I said before, if they position themselves to understand, and that's one thing I liked about Dr. Dell because he wanted to make sure that you just didn't come in the band just to march. You came to get an education first. Mm -hmm. And that education is what's the most important thing. So when you graduate, you have a life beyond the boom. And I would love to, to just preach that over and over again. There is life beyond Fraternities, mm -hmm. Jackson State, the boom, mm -hmm. uh, what you were popular for. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because what that entity or those organizations allow you to do mm -hmm. is to become or to help you in a purposely way to become mm -hmm. who you always wanted to become. To right. me, it was a leadership. So if I don't use those resources to become who I want to become, then I'm just a popular guy that want to come back every mm -hmm. alumni show to show people that I used to be that person. Mm -hmm. And it's depressing because after mm -hmm. that game is over, you go back to what your normal life used to mm -hmm. be. Yeah. I think you uh, like uh, in the, to like piggyback on on what you're saying. Like the, the the purpose of coming back and and hanging out and marching and and that's like when it's not in line of coming back and just having a good time and reminiscing with your friends, but when it's attached to your identity, then now we're, we're like we're straggling into a danger zone because right. life moves on 
and you know we, we have to move on with life and we have to find new lives and new joys through everything that we're doing right. in order for us to be able to move forward and Come that's on, just so a we, part of the journey a, a part right. of the journey you know so like it's no no disrespect in in in, in loving life because i'll say this i think um what 98 to 2002 was probably you know if we break my life out in quarters probably one of the best quarters of my life but it ain't all of my life you know that's what i'm right. saying so if you leaning into that that's gonna lead you into some like oh it's never gonna be that way again and now you're in some sad dark moments exactly and that's not where we need to be because you know what it is toby it's a it's a the highest adrenaline that one may experience in their oh, yeah. life sure, facts when you strap up and when you get in in formation and that drum major say tweet 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 when you hear that star yeah it is a feeling that no one will ever experience in their life and you marching in a stadium and you hear this ladies and gentlemen interesting from the south Summa cum laude. It is a oh. feeling that you may not be able to feel nothing like it. That's why mm -hmm. those adrenaline cells, adrenaline mm -hmm. things that's going on in your mind, mm -hmm. you may not be able to experience that in a hardship day-to-day -day life. That you need that to come back in order to get that adrenaline back. And that is a mm -hmm. mental situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. So I'm guilty crazy. of it though, because I call it. I call coming to homecoming. You call what? You I call what? homecoming because you got to go. I said, I said, I, I've, I've been there. Where it's guilty. I'm guilty of that. Like where you like, oh, I need to go to homecoming because homecoming is Mecca. You know, like so you you go to Mecca to get refreshed and get recharged. You know, to be able to go back and battle in life. So like, yeah, I get it. You know, but like it's it's something that we got to be able to to work around and look and I don't say look past but like recognize that you're not coming back just for the memory you're coming back for the connection but like the connection is not enough you got to be able to be able to move forward keep on moving and that connection means something to you yeah it you does yeah it does it, it's when you look in that boy and you and you give him that dap and not only a dap mm -hmm. it's almost like this dap like this and then you hug him yeah, mm -hmm. that's it. That's it's, it. It's, it's, it's like this. Then Real. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a powerful thing from an HBCU situation that a lot of people don't understand. That's why we love our family, man. Yeah. And when we come back, it's like catfish and grits. Don't mm -hmm. mess it up, dog. Because when yeah. we come back, it's about that. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a national sales meeting. Mm -hmm that gives you that energy to go back yeah. into the world and start over. Yeah. I think it's crazy. Brothers telling each other that they love them. I, I do that all the time. I'll be like, Terrell, I love you, man. You good, yeah, man. <laughs> I love you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But you know what's crazy? So I'm a, so uh, yeah. almost we, we, on the, uh, we, we on the tail end of this. Uh, Danielle, uh, um, did you, you, like you about to say something? You, you about to say something, Danielle? No, I wasn't. You were about to say something. Okay, man, that'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> so you touched on something, and, and, and you, you actually touched on a question I was going to ask James. I was going to ask about band director influence because mm -hmm. we've all been influenced by band directors. You know, everybody's, you know, I'm sure we're going to have some Taylor era. You know, we mm -hmm. got Doc era, Murray, you know, little era. You know, we got different eras, you know, as far as it go back, you know, before mm -hmm. Doc, you know, before Taylor. So um, those influences, and, and it's, it's amazing that we are here now 20 plus years later, 15 plus years later, 30 years later, with the tools that our band directors gave us as kids. We were still kids. We were college kids. 
They gave us the tools in life. I'm going to go on record, and if I'm the only one, then forget y'all. I'm going to go on record and say, I had no idea that I would be able to utilize the stuff that Doc was telling me when I was in school in my normal, regular life. I'm marching in the band. You were supposed to be teaching me music, sir. How are you teaching me how to be a man? I love you. Thank you for that. You know, it's it's amazing how marching the boom has more to it than just being in the boom. You know, the people on the outside, the fans, the, the crowd, you know, they see us perform and, and they see us put on a show. We wiggling, we marching, we playing music, we doing what we do. But they don't know the inside stuff, right? We showing up and we showing down. We showing up the ramp. We we got the mace. We, but they don't know. They don't know the inside track. They don't know the inside story. The stuff is it's almost like it's almost like a whole reality series, but it's real, not reality. But it's really reality. Right. Back. What we went through, and it's like we would be able to bring that to our normal lives now. That is crazy. That's good stuff, man. Man, I, James, it's, it's, it's not over yet, but man, I can appreciate this knowledge. Like, I'm learning. Like, man, I'm, I've been missing. I saw James used to live in Memphis, y'all. He moved and we used to hang out all the time. We would go, we would oh, work yeah. his crib. We would have some, he would have like a, uh, an event called the social. We would have like question and answers, uh, just conversations, or whatever. And every, at every, at the end of every event, James would pull out his mace and he would, <laughs> he would cut, he would cut on a band song and he would march in his home at the end of the night and it was the funniest thing ever so people would get a kick out of that but I'm like the cheerleader I'm like yeah do it do show get your knees up come on boy. So it, it, so I, it would be the hypest thing ever and James and that, in that moment it would take me back in my mind to just being in the boom just in the uniform with the wool sweating on me or not warm enough, all these clothes on me, trying to play my fingertips about to freeze. It just take back it take you back to those moments, man. So and it's just so man, you know, I, you know it's, it's, it's um <laughs> to, to me, it's um it's always a privilege uh to see and to look at when I was a boy scout and I had to rope out the band um, in the stadium and we got in free. And I used to see those old heads like James Berry or whatever. Um, and that was my first experience with the boom, man. And I, and you know, I wish we had a hall of fame of drum majors, man, because here's the deal. I can only go by what I know. Now there may be some other people that have different perspectives and I, and what they think about but here's the deal. I will say there are a few people that I will put on that Hall of Fame drum majors. One to me would be. Uh, Hold on. Watch out now. Watch out. I know. <laughs> this is This would be like today because Michael Jordan and how they go to LeBron James conversation going on. Because some, somebody will be mad about this, but I'm going to go ahead and lay it out. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you want to be? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there, Toby. Uh, I, write this down, Toby. Write this down. I, I, dude, index cards. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, all right, let me, let me first of all say the godfather to me of drum majors would be this guy named James Barry. Godfather. The godfather. The father of drum major would be Ira Vaughn. Mm. I agree yeah. with that. He's on my list. Okay. <laughs> I would say Ira Vaughn, I would say James Berry may be Bill Russell, and Ira Vaughn may be Michael Jordan. Okay. Now, after those two, now we start throwing people. We will say Daryl Shaw should be in, in, in Hall of Fame because he made up the most traditional move that ever been was the Shaw. Uh, most people will say J-Dub because I was the first that started routines with the get ready and whatever and the most creative thing. <laughs> um and this just means most people are gonna be pissed off or whatever. I would have to say No, they're not. 
Go ahead. The first, the first female, Tammy, would definitely be on the Hall of Fame. Um, I would say Byron because Byron was one of the most hypest guy I've I've dealt with. Um, learning Clancy was a good uh, drum major that I would name as one of the the, the Hall of Fame. Uh, Morris, um, we call him Saint All. I would put him as. It went mute. You mute. You on mute, James? You hit the mute button. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you I would did put. That on, uh, you did that on purpose. I did. You got to die, son. Like, I, no, 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 no. You got to go back. Run that for two seconds. What was the last person you heard? What was the last person you heard? All right, Saint All. Saint All. So Saint All was the maverick of leadership. He taught us all leadership. How leadership is. So if I was to ever uh, talk to a new guy, I will always yield my conversation from a leadership standpoint after I've talked to St. All, because he knows how to break everything down from a commander standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, man, y'all going to hate me when I say this, but there's no other, man. That because when you have so many people looking alike, doing things alike, not standing out, it's hard. It's not hard to become a Hall of Fame drum majors, but I don't like how everybody like to outdo the last squad. Be somebody that you were never that 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 challenged the conventional thought or whatever. Now, one of the squads, two thousand and six, is one of the most funkiest squad. I like their squad. I also would like, uh, as far as squads, the 95 and 96 squad was a nice squad. All right. Mm -hmm. I will give kudos to um, Fufu and um, uh, Timmy. Yeah. Because the challenges they had, they had a, a, a big challenge because that was the one squad that was in the traditional tryout squad and they had to learn by osmosis organically they had to actually look at things in a way that they 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 had some challenges but i'll commend them to what they they done and, and rest in peace for two of those squads those guys that came out but i have much love for them. um but everybody else i'm like mm, i don't know do y'all challenge that or y'all want to throw somebody out there that i can say hmm we're trying to keep this show going, man. So, like, I'm not saying any names, dude. <laughs> no, you know what's crazy, though. So, Dunyea, jump. correct me if I'm wrong. So, like, I remember, and we talking about drum major squads, and, you know, I play mellophone. So, of course, we may not have seen everything that was going on that was funky with the drum majors, you know, because they were in the front. We were in the middle, kind of, you know, we would see them in the front of the band, you know, so it's like every part of the boom had several different sections that was doing mm -hmm. things, mm -hmm. you know, you had mm -hmm. the, the banner carriers were doing something, JCS were doing something, drum majors were doing something, you had the baritones, and I mean, you had the trombones, and all the way back to the piccolos. Everybody doing something different. So I think about, when I think about drum major squad, I think about it's ironic that you named these two guys, and I don't want to get too far here, but I think about Fufu and uh, Itimi. Yeah. Those guys were like leaders, leaders. That's all I got. <laughs> another show, another time, they were leaders because I came in 98. They were the drum majors. Fufu approached me and said, hey, how you doing? What's up? I'm the fourth drum major. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's looking up. <laughs> uh, I don't know what else to say here. I'm, I'm a freshman on the yard. So, you know, and then from that moment, and you, then you fast forward, and then, James, me as a mellophone player in the boom, I'm learning different squads and their techniques and their leadership within my four years. Mm -hmm. So from 98, 99, 2000, 2001, there was four different squads for me to mm. get adjusted to. Right. Honest, honest, written to be just a transparent moment for me not to get too far because this show will get too long. Mm. 
when Tammy became drum major, I wasn't feeling it. Okay. Oh, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. it. Just being honest, no disrespect to Tammy. Tammy was my buddy. We Great went per- to we went to Callaway together. Great person. I love Tammy. Never mm-hmm. had anything against Tammy, but as an upperclassman, when yeah. Tammy came in, mm-hmm. I couldn't get with it. But somebody checked me. I don't remember who mm-hmm. it was. And then I said, you know what? Shame on me. I know better than this. Tammy, I'm sorry. I apologize for not being um, respect, respectable enough to mm-hmm. you. You know, respectful enough. I'm sorry. Respectful enough to you. But I just wasn't feeling it in my mind. But I'm thinking about leadership mm. she was the epitome of it. a leader mm. she got was it. a leader mm. she yeah. led me i'm a upper class man. how can mm-hmm. you lead me right that was the reason why i asked the other earlier question like how is it leading people like i couldn't get with her leading me but i was cool with everybody else mm-hmm. not because she was a girl mm-hmm. it wasn't even about that it was just the fact that i wasn't used to this kind of style but mm-hmm. i had to learn leadership and how drum majors are leading us we have to all of us clowns we have to sit down be quiet and listen when the drum major blow that whistle shut up stop what you're doing get this man his, yeah. get, get his man that, his was a, Go ahead, my, if I, that was a moment a teachable moment that doc took with me he actually did check me about that i wasn't feeling it at all you know doc would kind of you know, take a little, check our temperature before he would do something. And he asked mm-hmm. us about it, like, I want to say that summer, you know, mm-hmm. and um, maybe even the spring. But, yeah, it had to be the spring. Um, he was asking about, you know, what I would think or how I would feel about it or how I feel about it. I was just like, you know, for me, it was like traditionally guys. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, but I also had a different issue <laughs> at the time. I remember. But what he did, right, what he did, though, was in front of the band, he said, he called me out. He said, Don, he said, Ms. Walls, he said, Danielle, respect the position. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. You and know what? The same thing. I apologize. I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. My bad feet give you a hard time because I did. You know I what, Danielle? I I I don't. Um, your thoughts about that is spot on. It's how mm-hmm. you feel as an upperclassman mm-hmm. to somebody who wants to lead you. Yep. And if you're not leadable, then it's it is up to you to challenge that, but respectfully. Like Doc mm-hmm. said, was how can you do this respectfully? Now, like the guy that I'm working with right now, uh, who wants to be a head drum major, the first thing I told him is get with the upperclassmen and people you have to lead and ask him, survey them. How do you uh, view my leadership capabilities? Mm-hmm. And if they don't, then you need to, you know, create, uh, you need to address the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand. I understand truly what y'all are talking about with uh, Tammy. It's not a traditional drum major. And she was never a traditional drum major. And I'm going to say this respectfully because I love Tammy and Tammy know I love her. She would have never made it in my year. Respectfully. Mm-hmm. Respectfully. I'm going to say that respectfully because... The difference in where we were at our time was a different cloth than where she was at that time. It was timing. Timing was great yeah. for her to become that drum major, the first female drum major. Well, guess what? There was a bad mama Gemma. Her name was Kim Red. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to be the first female drum major. That's how bad she was. But guess what? She couldn't make it. She didn't make it. But I want to say to Tammy... I got to give her respect because guess what? She had the challenges, man, with you all. And, oh, she, and, she, and what did she do? She stayed the course, man. Dude, she, she stood, stood it, man. And then, I was there. And we did not make there. it easy for her. We did right. not make it easy. I, for and, her. and you don't supposed to make yeah. it easy for her. But guess what? 
we weren't supposed to make it that hard. Like twenty twenty three. No, for real, we wasn't supposed to make it that hard. I could not you know what? I'm not gonna say because you guys supposed to. Yeah. And I understand your position because I would have it would have been hard with me. Yeah. You know, you're talking about somebody, she's not her physique. I mean, you know, it when you think about somebody who used to be six five or six four, it's talking mm-hmm. about Ben, hey Ben, and then all of a sudden you have somebody that's, you know, yeah. it's hard. But you cannot deny that that mm-hmm. woman put her mace on the ground and say, "I'm gonna stay mm-hmm. this thing until y'all don't like me or y'all gonna like me." You have mm-hmm. a choice, yeah. And I commend her for that because. She stayed the course and made her name for herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think back then I was all into tradition, you know, like this is how it's always been. Uh, but a couple of weeks ago, my son told me that tradition is just peer pressure for dead people. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good one. That's and, a so, good one. and so, like, uh, like gosh, we, we got to be able to move forward. We got to be able to move forward. forward. We got to be able to move forward. And Have then, open mind. And when it comes to the highest, highest, and Doc mm-hmm. said you gotta respect her. Mm-hmm. If you wanna be in the band, you gotta respect her. Right. And now that's when you have to pull. And that's how I teach these guys now. Leadership is beyond showmanship. You don't have, you don't even know what Tammy had to endure from mm-hmm. a leadership standpoint. She could do a shot. She could do this. She could do mm-hmm. all the moves. She could do a bag man. But guess what? When she walk in those halls, she gotta deal with Terrell. T- Toby, Danielle, and that's a hard thing to swallow, man. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand how to be the epitome of leadership, that's why I said there is no excuse from a drum major and a section leader standpoint that when you lead drum, I mean, uh, uh, Jackson State, you're not positioned in a great corporate America or even oh, a for sure. There's Fact. no excuse if, if you cannot see me and I would show you or teach you how to transition those skills to the real world. Because guess what? You have a compelling story to tell and it comes from dealing with Toby in mm-hmm. the hall. And no, I don't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's true. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Man, yo, so man, look at this, man. It, this was amazing, man. Y'all like I, I just conversation, like literally, I feel like we just sitting around on the couch, just kind of just chopping it up. You know, we in each other's room, we're in a big room, but it's really not a real room. But if you connect the squares, it looks like we're all just kind of sitting around. But James, man, I appreciate you. Appreciate your time, man. We'll wrap this up, man. Um, this was, this was very informative. Like literally I'm learning stuff, um, 20 years later. Yep. Post boom, you know, and then you know what? I think that I think this moment right here, people that uh, take the time to watch this, this can be something that can help in that mindset to think about and talk about those old stories and that old those old times and reminiscing on these people that that people marched with twenty plus years ago, just right here in this platform, just having a conversation about it. And it's like, you know, you know, you, you learning things and you reminiscing on things and, you know, you just passing information down. And, and it's just a blessing, man, to just still be in the mind frame to really just sit back and just talk about it and chop it up and just kind of, you know, do what we do, man. So it's been a it, pleasure, man. man. I love all you guys to the bottom of my heart, man. And man, end. we love you too, bro. All no day. Doubt. No Every doubt. day. Don't you? It's right. Don't you, Toby? I got any like parting words? Last things, um, last thoughts on your mind, you want to share, want a question, want to ask? Um, nothing I want to ask, but thanks, James, for even, you know, for taking the time out to talk talk to us and hang out with us and being available and all those good things. <laughs> we appreciate it. Awesome. And yeah, I learned a lot as well. Like, um, wow. Learning about, I love like learning about other sections for sure. Mm-hmm. Like learning about the Shaw, how how it originated. Like I never knew, I knew who, but I never knew how or where right. where it originated from. Mm-hmm. Or the name James Barry, mm-hmm. you know, over and over again, but never knew like what the connection was that that connection existed between yeah. between them. So, yeah, awesome. a lot of dope info. Like that's yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I was excited about this interview uh, when Terrell told me that we were going to be talking to you, James. Um, one, because you WT. And, WT, and then, baby. Then two, you was you you were consistent, in, you know, in coming back, and you know, and and breathing life into to the youngins um, back in the day. So, like, I, I really appreciate that, and I, I was, uh, like I said, I was excited about it. So, I really appreciate you coming on and um and, and blessing us with this knowledge. I don't think people recognize um how important that crew from like. 91 to 94 because that was a transition year. Oh, transition. We didn't even talk it's about transition. like how, how Pop was a, the headband director after DT left for a year, a year and a half. And then, you know, it trans over yeah. to Liddell and yep. he came in when he came in from like Kentucky. I think he was in Kentucky State at that time, but like it was a yep. transition. It, it was, it was, it was a different boom at, during those like three, four years before Liddell got his foot in the, in, in the door. But like, yeah, it, it, it's it's a different bandsman back then. Yeah. You, hey, you need to so invite me another you, day to talk about that transition because it was yeah. hard. It mm. was hard, man. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what? For real though, the um, the transition that was like. So when we got there, when I got there in ninety eight, we got there in ninety eight. They were yeah. talking about that, and it was like like bits and pieces of the story. You know, we were hear something mm. one day. And then two or three days later, somebody else would come in with something. And then somebody would come back. Oh, he had to come back and say, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm March 9-3. What happened? We were here. And then it's like, we hear all these different stories. Mm-hmm. And we're hearing these stories in the midst of us being freshmen. Or, it's, yeah. you know, sophomore. It's spring semester. I mean, it's, uh, it's spring semester concert season. We're talking about stuff that happened in marching band season. It's history. It's, it's history. real life history. Yeah. Like we we literally moved through it and we, we became a part of it and mm-hmm. it's it's amazing to really just be able to have this opportunity. It's, it's called a conversion, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, dude. A lot of people don't wanna hear this. It was hard. It was hard oh, for the twins, the drum majors or what they had to endure. It was hard, you know. You had Mr. Patheo that came in from a corpse style. Why did you come up in our band from a corpse style? What yeah. you trying to change in here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was all of that, man. That came from Doctor. I mean, Dow Taylor to Pops, yeah. and now uh, the 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 crashing of uh, Paul Adams and Doctor Lede. I mean, come on, man. Man, that's gonna that's another show right there, man. We're gonna, go, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do don't that. Say that. Don't say that for another show. We're gonna bring James Wesley on. We're gonna bring him back. We're gonna have that on. We might bring we might bring somebody else on with you at the same time on the on the either the band or the side or whether it was another drum major just to kind of on, on the leadership thing because the leadership thing is really was really 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 important because not only did you guys lead the band, you guys taught us through the band director so it just went down trickle effect all right guys that's it so we're gonna wrap this up thank y'all for tuning in to band sessions with the boom this is another episode this is episode two part two really just say episode two because we're gonna have episode three and hey and five hit the like subscribe and subscribe keep going keep going Uh -uh. Uh uh-uh and roll. Oh, roll. Anyway, that's it. Right. So we done. We done, y'all. Little boom. The I love. Uh, Gold Tigers. We out of here. Toby. Danielle. Appreciate y'all. James. Appreciate you, y'all. Love y'all. Until next time. Keep it up, man. Peace out. Peace out.